Chance for more here. Bases loaded, one gone in the ninth. Stanek's 1-1. It's real. On the line. Left field and gone! Adonis Garcia makes his statement. And the Rangers have their sights set on Game 7. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Flippin' Bats. We are getting a Game 7 here in Houston. The Rangers win big today. At the end, they pull it out big time. It was a close game back and forth, but Alex, we're getting to game seven. And the theme continues that the home team cannot win a game at home, but we are getting quite the rivalry here. You can feel the heat kind of bleeding over from game five into game six, and it was Adolis Garcia who got his revenge here tonight. What did the Rangers do so well to take it to a game seven well i'll tell you what they did to everybody that's seen game of thrones what do we say to the god of death not today the show rolls on we're getting a game seven this team the rangers had all of the pressure on them today why did they have all the pressure not just besides this game being win or go home that was pretty obvious but they blew a 2-0 lead in this series. They blew a game five that they had in their hands. Mm -hmm. They blew it late with the Altuve homer and the, the Garcia drama. We, we had all of that in game five, but they had the last game of, that, of being in Arlington in their hands, and they blew it. They lost it, and they, lost, they, they couldn't get back the momentum. So they had all the pressure coming in here with their backs against the wall. Look, this fan base... I, it's, it's, it's a tortured fan base. That's why they have all this pressure on them. What team is going to be able to come through for the Texas Rangers? They've never won a World Series in their history. And they had a 35-year drought of not making the playoffs. They had a World Series in their grasp, back-to-back -back innings, down to one strike to win the World Series. And they couldn't do it. Back-to-back -back years, losing in the World Series. They couldn't do it. It just feels like nothing ever goes right for this Rangers organization as a whole. Here tonight, it did go right. So how? How were they able to do it? It started with that guy on the mound right there behind me, Nathan Eovaldi. He was unbelievable. He is, he is becoming one of the greatest postseason pitchers that we have ever seen. That's where it starts. He was dominant. I actually, I actually didn't think Nathan Eovaldi have his, had his best stuff today. We talked earlier in the game how he's, he's all-time a pitcher with 50 or more innings. He has the six most walks, and he has six walks, which all-time is, is unbelievable. So Nathan Eovaldi tonight I thought was a little bit off with his command, and I noticed that early on. But he was able to get out of the big situations. He was able to not get himself in too much trouble. Yes, he walked some guys. Yes, he hit Maldonado and, and got a guy on base with nobody out and Jose Altuve coming up. But it didn't matter to him because when it mattered the most, he was able to lock in and get himself out of trouble. That was just the beginning of it, though. The timely hitting started really early on. Mitch Garver with a homer to tie it. That's been the key in this series. Well, the key has been scoring first. You score first, you win the ball game. That didn't happen here tonight. For the first time this series, that didn't happen. Why? Well, they didn't allow it to stick around too long. They got a one nothing lead, the Astros did, but immediately Mitch Garver comes back, ties the game with that homer. Adolis Garcia late in the game with the grand slam was fantastic. That kind of, look, the Astros did the same thing in game five, right? It was a 4-2 ball game. It seemed like things were setting up the exact same. All you gotta do is hold the, the Rangers to not scoring, and you're gonna be just fine. Well, they, the Astros didn't keep the Rangers to not scoring. Adolis Garcia, amidst all the boos in here tonight, those are some of the loudest boos I have ever heard. 
and take it from a guy that's been around a lot of baseball where there's a lot of booing involved, the boos tonight for Adelis Garcia was the loudest boos that I have ever seen. So the road teams just keep winning. Every single game of this series, the road team has won. So what does that mean? It means we are getting the best two words in all of sports, game seven. That's what's, that's what's happening tomorrow. Tomorrow's a coin flip, in my opinion. This was the game that the Astros needed to win. You had all the momentum. Now that momentum is lost. So game seven, complete coin flip. Home teams have lost five of the last six game sevens. Think about that. Game sevens are a coin flip. That's what the odds say, but not that stat. Of the last six, home teams have lost five of those. So, Alex, this is reminding me all over again of 2019. This series is awesome. We're getting mm -hmm. a game seven. Can the Astros pull it out? Can the Rangers win tomorrow? Right after the game, I caught up with Evan Carter. Let's listen to what he had to say. All right, Evan. Big win here tonight, keeps the season going. I feel like the narrative of this entire series is how good the Astros are on the road, but you guys, you guys are just as good on the road, man. What is it about coming here to Minute Maid Park and dominating road games right now? It's wild, you know, I mean, this is my first time being here. This is a lot of fun. Um, you know, we've got a lot of confidence right now, especially going into tomorrow, so hopefully we can keep it rolling. 11 straight games on base to start your postseason career, but that's an all-time record in baseball history. Insane. When Evan Carter was a little kid playing Little League, could you have ever imagined what's happening right now? Oh, my gosh. I just thought it was cool to be at a big league game. But never, <laughs> you know, gosh, just playing in it right now. This is a great bunch of guys. This is uh, an awesome environment. It's, it's, I'm really thankful. I know there's not a ton of them here because you're on the road, but back in Arlington, those fans were unbelievable. You got one game left in this series, game seven, do or die. What's something you have to say to Rangers fans right now? We're going to bring it back to Arlington, man. That's what, that's what we're excited about. We're going to bring it back there. Appreciate you so much, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. They're feeling pretty confident to bring it back to Arlington. This situation, though, right now, Ben, you mentioned it just before we got into that interview. This is eerily similar to the 2019 World Series that the Astros lost here at home. How big of a problem is this, an issue for the Astros tomorrow night? It's a big issue. The Houston Astros have a home field problem, and, and there's, no more, there's no more sugarcoating this. It's weird. It might, be, yeah. it might be something you can't explain. It doesn't make sense. Look, they were an under 500 ball club in the regular season here, but they can't win here in, in the playoffs now. It, it's one of the weirdest things to me. And it, honestly, it starts with hitting. I mean, it's, it's the offense. You look at what the pitchers have done here in this series at home. They've kept the Rangers at bay. And I know they ended up scoring nine runs tonight. But the, the game, it, you know, for the large part of the game, the pitchers were doing their job. Framber did well enough. It's, it's the hitting with this team, specifically hitting with runners in scoring position. Since 2019, the Astros are hitting just 171 at home with runners in scoring position. You ain't going to win ball games, And, and really, it all, we, we just saw it here. John Singleton hitting with the bases loaded. That felt like the moment. Right? If John Singleton comes through there, the Astros turn to Ryan Presley in the ninth. That ninth inning turns a little different. It was a really good at bat. LeClerc ends up striking him out. And getting out of that inning, that felt like the turning point to me. But it's, it's also, it feels like here at home, they're losing the starting pitching duels. 
right? Justin in game one of this series. Framber in game two was, was not as good as he was here tonight. He was pretty good tonight. But again here, Nathan Eovaldi wins this pitching duel. So it just feels like, and, and this goes hand in hand, the pitching and the hitting, but they just keep losing the pitching duels here. If the other team is able to keep the Astros offense at bay, it feels like if you're the Rangers right now, if you can put up three or four runs, you feel really good about winning this, winning that current game. And uh, Alex, I'm, I'm struggling with Kyle Tucker. Mm -hmm. I, I'm struggling to, to comprehend what's happening because Kyle Tucker is, has, has become an MVP candidate in this league year in and year out for the last couple of for the last couple of years he has been and for the last couple of years in the playoffs since 2022 and 2023 Kyle's hitting 179 in the playoffs yeah, it's not gonna and, cut that, it. and that really changes the dynamic of this entire lineup if you have Kyle Tucker hitting sixth an MVP type guy that really extends your lineup but but right now right now it really feels like you feel like you're missing something when you get to his spot in the lineup. And we saw it early in the game with a strikeout. Then he came up in a big position and ended up taking a swing that I never see Kyle Tucker take. So they have a home field problem, but they have a couple others, and it's hitting here. I don't know what it is, but there's no more, there's no more excuses here. There's no more reasons. Uh, yeah, it might not make sense, but it doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. What we know is they can't win here at home. Kyle Tucker is really struggling, and tomorrow is the day where you have to switch things up. You just have to. I said it in Arlington. I'll say it here again. I don't know what you got to do, Astros fans, but I'm serious. You should wear blue, Ranger blue. You should boo. You should boo Altuve. Guess what? I heard a few, a few boos early in the game, first at bat. I did hear a few boos out there. What are you doing his first at bat? Got a hit. And, and you know, I, I, I said it in a joking manner the other night. I ain't joking anymore. Like, there's, there's a winning at home problem. Make it a road game. Be loud. Do what you need to do. Boo them. Look, here's what I'll say. Boo in blue. <laughs> Wear your blue and boo the Astros tomorrow. Make them feel like it's a road game, and I think they'll be okay. Let's look ahead to tomorrow because we have a very interesting pitching matchup here, right? You got Christian Javier on the mound for the Astros, who's been one of the best postseason pitchers that we've seen, going up against Max Scherzer, who his first game back was game three in over a month, and we saw a lot of rust there. Who's going to have the advantage tomorrow in game seven? Well, Christian Javier has been uh, one of the most dominant pitchers in a, in a very short, uh, you know, it's not a super large sample size, but from what he has done as a starter in the postseason, it's it's unprecedented what he's done. I mean, he's given up five, five hits in three starts mm -hmm. in the postseason. So uh, you pair that, how good he has been with Max Scherzer question marks. And, and I don't know if it's uh, we record here immediately after the uh, after game six ended. So I don't think it's yet official that Max Scherzer is starting the game, but all signs I, I think are pointing to that. Um, so so we'll we'll see. But with Max, I do still think there are a lot of question marks. Um, I, I I actually don't think he looked I don't think he looked bad. I don't I think there was a little rust in game three the other night, but by and large, I thought Max went out in that first inning was 
pretty nasty, mm-hmm. and he was he was vintage Max there. But where it shows up is is a little bit later when you start throwing a couple innings, going up and down a few times. And, and what I mean by up and down is going out there, getting three outs, going in the dugout, sitting for a bit of time. Those are the things that, and then having to go back out there. Those are the things that I think are ultimately uh, able to get to Max a little bit with the uh, with the amount of time off that he's had due to his injury. And then the Astros ended up getting to him. So he had an okay start. You can't be okay tomorrow night here in game seven. But the interesting thing here, Alex, Mm -hmm. oh, man, we've mentioned 2019 enough. The road team won every single game in 2019. The first time that has ever happened in professional sports. You know who was on the mound in game seven of that 2019 World Series for the Washington Nationals? Max Scherzer. And tomorrow night here in game seven for the Texas Rangers for the second time ever that you've gotten a seven game series with the home team not winning, at least so far, Max Scherzer is going to be on the mound. So a great pitching matchup, a lot of question marks. But just as a fan, Alex, are you kidding me? We're getting Max Scherzer in a game seven. And then we're getting Christian Javier on the other side, who's been historically one of the best postseason pitchers of all time. What a matchup. I mean, the Rangers have to be feeling incredible right now, right? This was kind of their revenge game that they needed after losing the last two where they had a lead at home. What's the conversation right now? What's the mood in the Astros clubhouse knowing the history of their of their home record right now? And you have a game seven at home tomorrow. Alex, I'll, I'll tell you this. If we, had, if we had a player come out of the locker room right now yeah. and we ask him that question, he'd say, we're fine. We have all the confidence in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. No. I don't. This is in their head. It absolutely has to be in their head. 2019, same thing happened. You can't win at home here again. It's got to be in their head. They're thinking about it. What do you do? How do you alleviate that? And how do you get that out of your head? You have to score early tomorrow. They had an opportunity here tonight, I thought, to put the game away very early. They had Nathan Yavaldi on the ropes in the Mm -hmm. very first inning. They end up scoring that one run, but that was a real missed opportunity. If you want to win and you want to win here at home, it's in your head. You have to take advantage of those opportunities. It has to be 3 nothing after the first inning, not 1 nothing. if you come away with an opportunity like that. I thought they squandered that opportunity tonight against one of the best postseason pitchers that we have ever seen, and you can't do that tomorrow. They'll tell you they got confidence, but I'm telling you it's in their head. they got to come out early and deal with that tomorrow. All right, player of the game here tonight. Uh, I could go a couple directions here, Nathan Eovaldi being one of those, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to go with Mitch Garver. I I mentioned how big it was early in the game. The Astros jump out to a 1-0 lead. It's the first time in this series that the home team jumped out to an early lead. But it didn't last long because of Mitch Garver. And then he had a really clutch hit later in the game down the left field line, extending that lead from 3-2 to four to two. And in the playoffs, in these big games where it's do or die, it's win or go home, extending that lead by one run is monumental. So he was three for four tonight, two runs scored, an RBI, two RBIs. Mitch Garber was was fantastic. He's gonna have to do it again tomorrow if the Rangers wanna take it. And as you mentioned, the Astros, they gotta shake it up. 
They got to do something. They, this is this is fun. They, this is what you want as a fan. Alex, they they have to switch it up, and, and we saw it here tonight. It when Adolis Garcia hit that homer, and it was nine to two. The the vibes got downright spooky in here. It yeah. was weird. It was a little bit eerie. So these fans, it's in their head as well. Uh -huh. You know, you can hear it. You yeah. can hear people talking. Like I don't really know what what happens. I'm telling you, wear your boo. Wear your blue. <laughs> wear your boo too. Wear your boo and and. Where are your blue? Keep, keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. Uh, seriously, they they got to change something up. The team has to change something up. Maybe I don't. I, I don't know. I wouldn't hesitate to shift Kyle Tucker a little bit more down the lineup. Uh, he at this point, uh, it's it's a he's not playing great. Things got to change. The vibe has to change. I thought the fans were loud tonight. That's why things change in Game 7, Alex. That's why Game 7's become a coin flip. You come back home, and all the vibes are with you. All the momentum is with your team. That's when you have the advantage. Tomorrow night, it if feels anyone. like the crowd is going to – it's just different. Mm -hmm. The vibes are different. And Game 7, in, in all honesty, this is why Game 7's are the best things in all sports – because they're just shit shows, and you have no idea what is going to happen. I can't wait for tomorrow. I mean, it's win and go to the World Series, lose and go home, and I can't wait. And we're going to be here for all of it, pre-game to lead you right up to first pitch, post-game on the field with the winning team, all the players. We're going to get you right up in all of the action tomorrow. Regardless, it's going to be amazing. Alex, Max Scherzer is official as of right there now for tomorrow, by there the way. We we're getting Max Scherzer. We're getting Christian Javier in a game seven. It's do or die. It's win or go home. It's the last game of the series, and it all happens right here tomorrow night. So we will be back, as we always are, live for a pregame show, leading you up to first pitch. You can watch through first pitch as well. So we'll be here then, and we will obviously be live postgame. Whoever wins, there will be a celebration right here behind me on the field. We'll be going into the clubhouse. We'll be talking to a bunch of players out here. So make sure you tune in tomorrow night postgame. But that does it here tonight for game six. The Rangers win big time, 9-2 victory. Tomorrow is game seven. We will see you all then. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Until tomorrow night, my friends.